Hmm? Yeah, put both in. Hello, hello. Welcome to the SVHS podcast. Today I've got Brendan Hogan on. Hello. And say hi. Yeah. It's good to be here. Yeah, I know. I'm here every day. <laughs> um, today we're going to be talking about the midterms. Midterms as in the 2018 elections that not are happening the, next Tuesday. Not the tests at the end of the semester. Yeah, not the school, not the school midterms. Some people were a little bit confused about that. Yeah, I was confused until about two hours ago. Did you think we were talking about? I really did. Oh my god. Yeah, well, it's, it's a little embarrassing. But, yeah. Well, uh, you know, like, you know about the midterms, anyways. So yes, I do. Yeah, we talk about it in our gov class a little bit, and then I know Brendan and I are both a little uh, more passionate than just our just our curriculum. Yeah, we definitely. Yeah. We go beyond because we definitely don't want to be looking unintelligent in any I don't, conversation we might get thrust into. Yeah, I mean, I want to major in political science, so I don't really want to look like an idiot there. <laughs> Yeah, that that would not be ideal. That's not a good idea. Yeah. All right. So, um, I'll probably give a disclaimer right now. Um, Brendan and I are both probably not opposites, but We're opposites on most things. We we disagree on some things. I find us to actually agree on more things than we disagree on. Yeah. Yeah. And I also find that we have the ability to have a reasonable discussion, which okay. should be normal in politics, but for some reason, oh, it's, it's not. It's fantastic, but yeah. it should happen more often than it does. Yeah, uh, especially right now, it's really important that people need to yeah. be able to talk about issues and stuff. So, yeah. so disclaimer right now, um, if you know me, you probably know this, or if you have known of me for a long time, you probably know that I lean more on the liberal side and I, I tend to lean more to the conservative side. Yeah, so. On on most issues, not all, but most. Same for me, yeah. So. A lot lot more conservative economically, I would say. Yeah. Well, I mean, liberal and conservative both come from the economic things. Yeah, from the, uh, true. For some reason, they're associated with um, social issues now, but. Yeah, just, I might, th I think it's more <clears throat> of like, People try to use it as more of a clarifying term than the Republican Party or the yeah. Democrat Party. Yeah. And it it's just become common yeah. to use that to define people yeah. who might be in either yeah. in either party. And now also it seems like both of them are dirty words for some reason. Like you Which like, makes absolutely no sense. It makes no me. sense to me either. Like when someone calls me a liberal and I know they're trying to be demeaning, I'm like, I and don't it's definitely something that I go through. Like if People don't come up to me often and like say, "Oh, you're conservative." That means you're like a bad person. And, yeah, and it all doesn't that. mean you're a bad person. No, <laughs> I know that. Yeah, but like, but some there, people, there are, some people there are need people that. that. Think that, and that's like, which is I, I feel that's very wrong. It's retrogressive. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it's going the wrong way from yeah. what people think that they're doing. Yeah, if you want to be more accepting and understanding, you should listen to. I feel like every side. Yeah, well, ex maybe there's some times where some sides shouldn't really be as there's, there's considered some, some as angles. Yeah, some, some angles. That, like, like I feel should, like yes, yeah, absolutely. But um, to accept all sides of the argument, you can't just be focusing on what the argument is. Yeah, you need to focus on who the argument's for and 
who's making the argument yeah. for those people. And also try and understand where they come from when they're making that argument too. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. feel like that, at least in my experience, has helped a lot with how like how I can understand someone's political beliefs. It it doesn't happen much anymore. And yeah. especially considering politics used to be taboo. Like Yeah, it seems like more it's so recently it's been a thing where everybody thinks yeah. about it. Because I mean in my house, my, my parents never talked to me about politics until I ended up bringing them up when I yeah. was about 14, 15, because I didn't know what was going on. Essentially similar. Like I knew what was going on. Like and, I remember stuff happening, but I don't remember talking about it with my yeah. parents. Like yeah. I remember Obama being elected, but I don't remember talk like I was seven. Yeah, my parents never, never told me, would never tell me who they voted for until just in the last year. Yeah. My parents don't tell me. Since the last election. Yeah. Last election. My parents don't tell me unless I ask. Yeah. And then, like, at, I mean, I can't vote right now. So yeah. it, does, it doesn't really influence the way I think. No, I don't think my parents influenced me too much. I mean, oh. I'm, I'm going to say there's, like, a little bit because, obviously... I would it say it can't not happen. Yeah, I would say bit. it's just like your platform, mm -hmm. pretty much. You hear what you hear growing up. Yeah, and even if you don't understand us, understand it. You start when you, to when you start to form your political beliefs. Yeah, you start to believe it. Yeah, it's it forms a baseline. Yeah, exactly. Or like sometimes stuff, sometimes you go total opposite. From that what they also say. does happen. Yeah, I know yeah. a couple of people where that happens. I know a couple of people too. <laughs> I think we're probably talking about the same person. I do believe so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What? Let's see. Oh, I totally lost what I was gonna say. Um, You'll think of it. I believe. Me. Right. Oh, it was. It wasn't a different topic. It was on the same thing. Like, like I remember. Um, there's been things where my my parents and I 100% agree on, but then there's been more things where we actually strongly disagree on it. Yeah, and it's it's a it's a different age. It's yeah, a different exactly. generation. Yeah, and they grew up with different things to form different, formulate yeah. their beliefs and, and different ways of like talking about things yeah and especially now that um everybody at least our age is so much more open about politics it's really in from what i've seen it's getting more people to think about their beliefs but yeah. not necessarily check their beliefs that's true too i find that um with some of our classmates they um yeah well that i've seen it many times they'll make baseless claims Yes. Or they'll just see stuff online and believe it. Yeah, yeah. and <clears throat> it was actually a, a topic that came up in economics the other day. Um, what was it? It was it was a form of information that the internet can provide to you, which was like, it, it provides efficient information, but it also provides information that doesn't necessarily need to be fact-checked. Yeah, I'm writing... I'm writing my research paper on this actually for my senior project. Oh, um, and one of the one of the things I was reading about was um, cognitive studies have proven that if you, even if something is completely 100% false, if you see it, like if you see it, you'll believe it after a while. Yeah. So that's you know social media at play there. And and it's impossible not to see things constantly. Anymore, yeah, exactly. Especially with social cell phones, media, television, so, yeah, everything. It's always on it's always yeah. everywhere and that's another thing what i th that's another factor in what i think has contributed to the rise of like politics becoming mainstream is because yeah. now um i can look at official white house statements on twitter 
because yeah, because Trump's tweets are are cla they're classified and they're stored and documented as official yeah. White House statements. Yeah, and it's <laughs> which it's some of them are a little goofy, but that's a whole yeah. like, that's a whole different episode. I yeah. feel like um, uh, we could go for hours. I'm sure. Yeah. And I don't think that's something that we disagree on. I think I do agree that he does get a little, in your words, goofy. There, yeah, sometimes. there's some interesting things that are being said and that um, I'm sure the people that work at the Library of Congress are like, do we seriously have to store this? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That's that's an interesting one. Yeah. Well, do you want to start actually talking about the midterms? Because I feel like we have enough exposition to work off of here. Yeah. All right. Of course. All right. So probably first talk about um, the governor race. Yeah. Which uh, is Gavin Newsom, Gavin Newsom John Cox. and John Cox. Gavin Newsom is the Democratic candidate. John Cox is the uh, Republican candidate. Let's see. Uh, I think John Cox is a former businessman. And then Gavin Newsom is... Was the mayor of San Francisco. And Lieutenant General... I don't know. I think it was Lieutenant General California. Or got Lieutenant something that starts with a G. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have the word. I feel stupid now. Um, but... Oh, shoot. I totally... I have a way... We were talking about this earlier. The jungle voting system we have oh, in California. Oh, yeah, because I, br I brought up how... Um, I found it really odd that there wasn't a Republican candidate for the Senate race. It's um one of the it's Feinstein versus um that would be one isn't it one, like dis Leon's one of the districts something yeah but um they actually that's like the first time that I've ever seen that happen actually yeah um or that's, been been invested in something like that because I'm gonna be able to vote in the next major election yeah me too. not necessarily or, and like i'd like to be able to vote in this midterm but obviously <laughs> can't do that birthday prevents that but. yeah um i don't i also feel stupid for saying this but i don't know if there's actually an election next year i don't I, believe I, that, I think they're by there won't be there won't be a not biannual I know what you mean yes twice a year or not twice a year <laughs> um, <laughs> every two every years, two years. yeah every two right years. okay yeah yeah. Um, so the next time we'd be able to vote would be um, the, the presidential primary. election yeah. in 2020. Yep. And then I, <laughs> I won't even be in the state by then, so I can't. I don't think I can vote in the primaries. I can. Because what is uh, what is residency? The residency. Yeah. yeah. 18 months. 18 months. Uh, context for listeners: um, I plan on moving out of state after high school, so I won't. I can do absentee voting so I can mail in my ballot because I'll still be a resident of California. I won't be a resident of whatever state I live in. Um, but I, w I don't think I'm going to be able to vote in primaries, which is a little disappointing, but regardless. Especially for a poli major. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but then even if I establish my residency in D.C., I would... I don't think they have primaries there. They just vote. I know that the only thing they vote for in D.C. is presidential candidates because they don't have representation. Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's technically an area. Yeah, it's, it's or a state. district. Yeah, yeah. But I, their license plates are funny. Their license plates say uh, taxation without representation. Seri I yeah, Seriously? no, that's actually their official license plate. I, th I think that's kind of funny. 
And there, I know there's a big push right now to get statehood there. So, do you want states? Fifty. Well, I mean, Puerto Rico could potentially become a state. There, there eventually. are a lot of, um, there are a lot of territories that could potentially become states. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's actually an interesting concept. Like what. I know we put a lot of effort into those states. We help them economic or uh, yeah. countries, states, territories, territories. Yeah, that's what I think. That's yeah. Um, and what what classifies a territory becoming a state? Like, what does it um, need to do? It has to pass Congress, and it has to pass. But how how Senate, does maybe how does know. a territory go about that? Um, usually, a bill is introduced, and then like that's how Hawaii. Like Hawaii was a territory for a long time, and then in the fifties it became a state. I think a bill is introduced in Congress, or would would it be based on like perhaps economic benefits or resource benefits? Usually, like, it you is. You have to propose something that your territory can provide to actually be of use yeah. and the main declared statehood. Yeah, the main argument against Puerto Rico becoming a state uh, currently is that a lot of people don't see the benef- the economic benefits of having that as our 51st it, state it tends to be it tends to run it, it is underdeveloped it is rel- yeah. and relatively the country the country is also bankrupt yes yeah and th- why why we would take on that country's debt in uh, just adding on to what our debt already is yeah i is, mean i can i can understand that position but also um I feel like it should be taken. It's often not considered that uh, Puerto Ricans are American citizens, so technically yeah. it it does. It's helping your and, your fellow citizens. And but, we do we do give them support. Yeah, we and, do. Like sometimes it hasn't been. I feel gone like sometimes about in the it, right way. Yeah. Uh, and cough, I've, cough, hurricane, cough. Yeah. Yeah. We. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> but despite that, do you feel that a territory deserves the same? I guess, um, amenities that a state receives. Yes. Um, because they have American passports and they operate under the constitution, but they can't, uh, they're not represented. So I feel like for, at least for a country like America that, um, touts its democracy as something that, uh, we're extremely proud of which yeah, you know makes we, sense we go around the world trying to promote that yeah some, which is sometimes doesn't work out doesn't that awesome work. um but you know historically we're we're very proud of our democracy and that makes that makes a lot of sense yeah uh, so i think it would only make sense that we give representation to all of our citizens that also goes back to the dc thing and that, but that also because that's what up, the country was founded on yeah. you know we didn't want to be taxed without representation but that also brings up another good point is what gives us the right to try to force other countries into becoming democratic right because I've, we've attempted it multiple times before and we've enacted it in some in some countries sometimes it works sometimes it does not sometimes <laughs> it does not and i think we all know the examples yeah <laughs> uh, a lot of yeah, there's any there have been know, a Central sense. America and Middle East mostly. Yeah, is where we try and promote it, and uh, sometimes it does work. Sometimes it doesn't turn out uh, as as we would want it. I would assume. Yeah. Um, but regardless, 
That was quite we the tangent. On, yeah, twice. Yeah, we were supposed twice. to be talking about the governor race. Um, and, we mean, Oh, we started with jungle politics and then it yes. evolved from there. Okay, so back to the jungle politics thing. The explanation for that is California is a state where um, when we hold primaries for our races, we don't... Um, we don't choose the top to or the top from each party or each major party to be the candidates for whatever race like senate or uh governor it's just the top two who get all the votes the top two overall yeah top two overall so i think in the governor primary gavin newsom got 33 percent of who showed out for that and then john cox got 24 percent. so they were the top two and so they are the it's a little surprising to me but that that, Which one? That John Cox is even on the ballot. Because because of the population density of California. That's true. If you look at a political map of California, the the extremely dense areas like LA, uh, yeah, Santa Barbara, very, uh, Bay Area, yeah. are all very liberal very, places. Very blue. Very yeah. blue. Um, and I feel like sometimes people don't take into consideration um Southern California is I won't say extremely conservative because um relative to other places it's not mm -hmm. um california overall is a pretty liberal place yes um yeah for sure <laughs> um and but there's places like san diego and orange county where mm -hmm. like san diego was uh pretty much a city built around a military base yeah so that's i don't i mean i don't associate the military with any political party but it seems that for the most part for the for and like I, I don't like want to make generalizations yeah but exactly. in my experience military personnel tend to, tend be, to be more more conservative, conservative. Yeah. yeah which you know not like i feel like we have to say this a bunch because um at least from what i've interacted with the student body there are some people have negative connotations towards certain political leanings uh i'm gonna say it again i'll probably say it like five more times throughout the podcast no political leaning is like a bad thing like the whole point of why our country the way it is the way it is is because everybody has different beliefs and they have the right to yeah have they have the right beliefs. exactly so and another thing people don't understand and this might this is another disclaimer it might might go the wrong way but yeah what people don't understand is everybody has a right to their own beliefs yeah even if those beliefs are extremely entirely morally wrong yeah ex i mean we've seen we've seen Many examples of it just in the last week. Yeah. Um, very unfortunate circumstances. Yeah, and it, it, let's let's take the example of um, that bakery in Texas oh, a couple years boy. ago. <laughs> yeah, we're going there. And um, so, what was it? The state of Texas deemed it legal to deny service based on sexual preference. I have no idea what the state. I know that the 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 lawsuit went up the chain of. Um, courts so eventually made to supreme court yeah do you recall what the final verdict was the verdict was it was really unclear um when they put it out the language was was like extremely you know obviously the supreme court so legal the language based. they used was legal based yeah but the way that like the mainstream media interpreted it was that they ruled in favor of the bakery but they just ruled in they they haven't reached a final verdict i don't think uh you can fact check me on that i guess um probably will be fact checked on that i think from what i recall this happened a couple months ago um what i recall was that they they ruled that 
um, the the way the case was settled wasn't um, within like the case oh, was eventually they, settled, but it's reopened because the Supreme Court ruled that the way it was settled was not within the confines of the Constitution. I think that's what it said. I know that it's still a th- it's still a case it's still that's bouncing around. Yeah, it's still bouncing around. It's not really at the top of the news because there's other things going on with the Supreme Court. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we don't, we don't need to get into that. No, we don't really need to talk about that. I feel like that's been talked about a lot. Too much. Um, but, but. Back to what I was saying. Right. I totally forgot. They, they, however screwed up it is, they have a right to believe that. Yeah, technically they do have a right to refuse service. In California, at least, I don't know how it is in Texas, but let's say this happened in California. Within the confines of the law in the state of California, yes, they do have the right to refuse service. They have the right to refuse service. Yeah, private companies for any any reason. reason. Yeah. And which sometimes can be used in bad ways. I would say maybe one in a million times it's used in a hateful way. Yeah. Usually it's used in a just way. Yeah. Like somebody coming into the store or restaurant or whatever, being super loud, disrespectful. Yeah. You can refuse them. Or yeah. Yeah. And and that's why the law is in place. Yeah. Some people take advantage of that to advocate for their own personal beliefs yeah which but usually not because usually a business not. owner wouldn't want to refuse anybody business yeah you, like because that hurts most, them that hurts the them run. yeah only if something is so like i will not do this yeah. is it happens yeah yeah and as long as nobody <laughs> sorry i can't i'm not supposed <laughs> to look at the cameras but sometimes i do um as long as nobody incites violence yeah people have a right to say what they want and they have a right to free speech yeah you don't have to listen but they do have the right to say it and another thing that i've always found to be is i found it to be true and i always liked saying it because i, I don't know i think it's funny you have a legal right to be annoyed yeah can you act on it no no unless you well, yeah, technically you, not. You I was going to say, unless you, you, unless you, you can, can do, do something about it, but like <laughs> unless, not, not in a bad way. I'm not like saying do something about it. You, you know? can't be saying that on here. <sighs> I might be taken the wrong way. Well, don't do something about it if you don't. No, do, what, do what's happening here. Yeah, exactly. Have a, Conversa- have a conversation. Before anybody gets up in arms. Yeah. And that can actually be a good segue is that the proposition into a proposition yeah i don't have my proposition notes with me so you're gonna have to read the summaries um well we talked about the props in our gov class um and i remember writing down i don't remember exactly how i would vote for each one but i remember we wrote down how we would vote um the uh but i don't remember them exactly because propositions are kind of boring they are. <laughs> they are, but and, they're but very, it, very, important, very, very important. Very important. Yeah, obviously. And the most propositions. Important, most important of them all is uh, Proposition Seven, which what, is... which one's that one? <laughs> that was really smooth. I'm glad we got back on track. We went on a big tangent. It's good. All right, Prop it's Seven. Good television. Prop Seven <laughs> is to repeal daylight savings time, and I think that's the most important decision that the state. Oh, of California I thought you were going to talk about the mental health proposition, but we can get into that later. That probably would have been a better idea, wouldn't it? Well, I mean, it doesn't matter. We're going to talk about the props anyways. We needed to get off that tangent. Yes, okay, daylight savings. How did you... I. 
Uh, do you actually, want? Do you actually, want to keep daylight savings? No, or you don't I want don't. to get rid of it. I want to get rid of it. I want to. I want the entire year to be on a twenty-four-seven clock with yes. no time switches. Because I what, think, what was actually proven scientifically is that um, the risk of heart, uh, the risk of heart attack, and the risk of stroke actually increases by ten and eight percent respectively when that time switch happens. When yeah. you lose an hour of sleep, yeah. or if you gain an hour of sleep, it's it's. I feel like <laughs> I feel like something like this should have been passed a long time ago. Yeah, it should. I mean, there's some states that no longer have it. Um, but that's weird because soon California, if if say honestly, Oregon I and think Washington I think the daylight savings will go away. I don't. Really I, I know. think it will too. This seems like the most nonpartisan proposition on the list. Can, yeah, that, like pretty much most people can agree on. There's not that many good arguments to keep daylight savings. There isn't. Really, in there's a full, yeah, it's like a reading, sentence. I remember reading um, the arguments two and four in the actual like voting, yeah, book, the book, yeah. And there was no, there was no argument to keep daylight savings time, yeah. I understand why we got it in the first place. I think we got it World War II to preserve energy so yeah. we could produce more stuff for the war, yeah. Um, which and makes that, sense, that makes made sense, sense back then, but why we didn't revert back. It's like it's, it's a little confusing to me. To me, the um, daylight savings is kind of like we're on the empirical system here, right? For like temperature and measurements. Well, standard, temperature standard. we're Fahrenheit. Okay, and then standard measurements, system. standard system. Yes. Okay. Um, Feet, inches. Yeah. Right. Fahrenheit. Yes. So, I feel like it's similar to that, where like eventually everybody got comfortable with it, and then they didn't want to go back because people don't really like change that. There, there have been some. There have been measures in the past to try to switch yeah. the United States over to the metric system. But you, and, like usually the public doesn't like that. Yeah, because we've all grown up on the standard system. And in some cases, like, that's all right. <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. In some cases, that's all right. But in other cases, we get thrown into science classes. I would say math if, classes that are based yeah. on metric system measurements. And I would it's, say it's a whole new system yeah. that we have to learn. If the United States wants to regain its footing as a major power in uh, the STEM field, which we've lost in the last couple of decades, um, to we should Japan, China. Yeah, Germany. we should go to what's the other system called? Metric. Metric. Yeah, yes. we should go to the metric system. Yeah, because there have been so many mistakes that American scientists and like engineers have made when working abroad just because they forgot to convert. Like there have been spaceships that have blown up because. Sometimes they forgot to communicate on what system they're using. Yeah, and yeah. that's so back. That's rid ridiculous, it's ridiculous to even consider. Yeah, back to daylight savings. I um, think it should leave. California is going to be put on its own uh, time zone compared to other West Coast states. So, are there no propositions by the other states? I don't expect you to. Know I, this. I, do, I don't. I don't know. But I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure there are going to be some states that are voting on this this year, and then yeah. in another two years, they're going to be I voting would, on it again. I would assume if California does this, other states will follow. California does seem to be California setting trends. sometimes sent, sets a trend for other uh, West Coast states. Yeah. So I would also be surprised if um, other states didn't follow California into. Recreational marijuana legalization, and so many, so many states already. So have. many states already have, yeah. And and then, but I'd just be surprised. Like California seems like a huge one that everybody yeah. will take notes from. Yeah, everybody, everybody was expecting it to happen. Yeah, and now that it actually passed, eventually it will happen nationwide. It'll take a lot it of time. It might not be 
federally justified ever, but it might be just state, legal. Yeah, it state might justified. be state. Yeah, it might Which, just be individual to the state. Yeah, but Which all 50 is states usually, are in union. Yeah. Well, and I mean, it's a, it's each a, state should make its own decision on stuff like that. Yeah. Because that's like, that's how the system's supposed to work. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, I mean, sometimes there's stuff where we rule it nationwide. Um, I, they don't do that that often, though. The most recent thing I can think of was the was the free marriage. Yeah. 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 So. And, and there, another example of something that is state justified and not federally justified is are, or are sanctuary cities yeah. and i'll leave that topic to that's a whole different I, thing yeah it's, I, feel a, like it's, it's a very, I feel like that warrants its own episode it does because there's a lot you can talk about a lot of stuff and there's a lot of research in these yes done and that i haven't done and yeah <laughs> so let's just go right back to the yeah propositions so um proposition one is for veterans and affordable housing and it's for a four billion dollar bond, like federal bond. Yeah, but doesn't it also take money away and from? And it's, it's um, it doesn't. I feel like it did. No, no, oh. no, no. There was already money allocated for it. Yeah, there was. Sorry, I was thinking about something else that takes money away from. Yeah, yeah. that was the mental health housing. Yes. Thing that takes money away from the research. And um, I. The the, the no vote would mean to that the state couldn't receive the four billion dollars in federal funding because and i and i would four billion is a lot of money it's a lot of money and over the years that interest rate's gonna it's gonna keep compounding and it's then gonna by make, the time yeah. by the time we pay it off it's gonna be around eight billion dollars yeah. it's gonna make immediate affordable housing but then for everybody in the long term it's gonna cost a lot but mm-hmm. yeah and and it might it might seem a little heartless to vote now, but some eight, of the, eight billion dollars on yeah. top of everything. Some of the propositions, for whichever way you vote, some people could see it as like, oh, you're a horrible person. But there's really good reasons for the only one proposition that has no good reason to vote, like either way on, is the daylight savings one. Yeah, but each each other proposition has genuine and complex arguments for both sides. Yeah. So, and, and I'm not saying I'm and against... And both sides are valid. I'm not saying I'm against, like, Affordable the housing. State. Yeah. yeah, no. No. Sometimes they use titles for the propositions to make them guilt... Like, affordable housing for veterans. Like, how could you vote no on that? But... Yeah. But it's... it's you read the You read the small text. Yeah, $4 billion. Which turns into eight, $8 billion that we're going to have to pay back. Um, so, Proposition 2 is the No Place Like Home Act, which is the uh, mental health funds... So which one to is help, this one? It's, it's to help it's with the, the mental health the housing. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember I was reading more into this, uh, more into this proposition. It takes money away for, or it doesn't take money away, but it, it's going to share funds with mental health research. I'm pretty sure that's this one. And what was the, uh, what was the number? Like how much? I don't know how much it was, but I don't think I actually got an exact number, but all I knew was that um, for this one, I did vote no. And I, and I... Let me read it again, actually. Okay, I so think vote yes on this measure means the state could use existing county mental health funds to pay for housing. For, yeah. So... Um, and a yes I, vote means the state... No, that's a yes vote. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's a yes vote. Yeah, so... So the reason 
Well, I voted no on it. I can't I th vote. The, I I theoretically voted no on it in class because um, I, think I thought I actually got it wrong on my sheet here. Yeah, I, I theoretically probably would have voted no for it. Yeah, as well. because I thought it was wrong that um, the proposition was taking money away from mental health research funds. Yeah, to go to housing, because um, like and like the research, the research, the researchers need that money. Like they yeah. actually, they like, actually was the wrong choice of words. They use that money. They need the money that they get from that. I feel like it's going to strain the research funding too much if they take money away from that for housing. Like, yeah. it's not that I don't want um, housing for mentally ill or oh, like mentally not. recuperating, but taking money away from research seems like not the best move. Yeah, exactly. All right. <clears throat> that means we can move on because this one is the big one. Which one's this one? Prop it's three? about it's pro it's prop three and it's about uh water supply and quality and um it's it's got a ton of other branches to it but the the federal loan oh it's gonna sell nine um, almost nine billion nine billion dollars general obligation bonds to fund various water and environmental projects and it's interesting to me because obviously <laughs> i don't i don't find like exorbitant amount of money to be like the the play and even though we do need stuff like that um it, it doesn't that much money eventually to be paid back by us the taxpayers yeah of the state of california yeah and it and it eventually doubling i, I don't usually see the point in that but, but obviously california has a water problem we have a big water problem. so prop three uh i would actually vote yes on this i would also vote yes because on this california, because water is yeah, we live in a desert. Um, we're always in a drought because, like I just said, we live in a desert. So water, it's not just water, though. It's water and environmental projects. Yeah. So those are, like, s probably some of the most important things to our state. Exactly. Yeah. All right, moving on. And, uh, okay, Prop 6 is actually the gas tax. And right. a vote yes would mean to repeal the tax. And they're, they're, very, they're very good with the wording. Yeah, the state of California, action. because they don't want to repeal the gas tax. Yeah. Because it gives them money to do whatever they want with it. it they say it goes to roads, roads and like maintenance and all it that. Says, um, not pay for highway and road maintenance and repairs as well as transit programs. Yes. Um, it yeah. doesn't necessarily all go there. So, yeah, especially with rising gas prices and especially as a 17 year old boy, I don't want the gas tax. Yeah, um, that's is that that's not the first one I think that we disagree on. Um, I would vote to not repeal it because, at least from what I experience in town and around town, um, the roads here are not awesome. Yeah. So, um, and it's not cutting funding entirely yeah. to road maintenance. Yeah. It's reducing it and significantly, albeit, <clears throat> but. Repealing um, the gas tax doesn't make sense to me, at least because gas is still a consumer good, and you tax those. Yeah, you know, but you don't so. you don't tax some consumer goods like, like food. Food, food, but that's different because you need food. In like, this world, do you need gas? Well, you don't need if you don't have gas, it's not like you die. That's that's true. That, yeah, that's true. Like we have but, public transit and stuff. Um, yeah. So but what do those run on? 
gas, yeah. <laughs> but like the state, the state's paying for those. So that's not my money, or it is my money, but like I'm not paying for the gas that the bus driver uses. So yeah, and like obviously they're finding alternatives for yeah. buses and, exactly. and things like that. Yeah, electricity, natural gas, which is still gas, but well, yeah, slightly better for the yeah. environment. All right, uh, moving on. Or actually, Prop Seven was the uh, daylight savings All time. Right, so we already got that. Prop, Prop Eight, eight skipping. is. Uh, yeah, it's it's some their property one, or is that no? It's the uh, it's oh the, the kidney, kidney dialysis. Yeah, yes, right, we're gonna skip that. Neither of us have extensive. Yeah, it's also pretty. It. Yeah, all right, skip. Prop eleven is the uh, private ambulance companies. Uh, if don't even remember reading about that one. It's it's um it's basically saying if EMTs are on their break or or workers are on their break. Oh right. They are either allowed to ignore a call until they're off their break. Right. So what or um. Or like they would have to to end their break and come back to it later to go out on that call. Right. So a no. So they do get when they just clarifying when they're if their break gets interrupted, they do get to go back to it later. I would assume so. Yeah. Okay. So it's not like it just goes away. So um, no but, means that they would be subject to labor laws, which means that they would have to take that fifteen minute break and, and they wouldn't be able to respond to calls. Hour lunch and they would not be able to respond. Okay. Um, and then, a and yes, then yes would, would be that they can respond to those calls. They, yes, they are okay. allowed to. Okay. I probably would have, you voted yes. I voted yes. I would agree with you there. Yeah. Because I feel like while it does, like labor laws are important, I feel like those types of jobs are, um, I'm not going to say they're, not subject to the same laws, but they're a little different than like. They have your, different ramifications. Yeah. Obviously. Your everyday like, maintenance it's, worker. It's. Yeah. In some situations, it's life and death. Yeah. So, ex- well, in most situations, it is life. And yes. Death. So exactly. Yeah. So, I think. Yeah. Um. I think a yes vote is makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. All right, and prop twelve. That's last prop one. Prop twelve. Oof. Which one's this one? Uh, this is the one about the chicken and um, <laughs> the egg laying. Yeah, the cage size sizes. I don't actually know what I'd vote on this. Just because of um, information that Liam brought to my attention earlier about, I feel like I would need to do more research on this before I establish my opinion. I Because it seems like the wording of the proposition and a vote yes or a vote no is very confusing. And some people are aligning themselves with whatever vote just because of what um, the people that are promoting the proposition say a vote yes is for. Yeah. So I feel like... And that tends to happen with every That happens every with prop. every proposition. Every prop. Yeah. There, there's always Obviously, going to be... Yeah. Um, you're not going to read through every single word unless no, you... Unless but, unless you're, that's just what type of person you are. But, but one thing that you that actually comes in the booklet um, when, you, when you read over the props and you can read the actual legal language or you can read a summary of it is it comes with... Um, Companies or organizations that support it. That support it. Yeah. Bless you. Thanks. <clears throat> and usually, some, not usually, sometimes that is a good way to uh, establish how you would. Yeah. I say sometimes because that's not all the time. Yes, because yeah. sometimes people just throw their support behind a company that like, exactly. they think they represents think them. Represents or, them, yeah. Yeah. Like and a lot, like a majority of Americans trust Amazon as a company. Um, I do not trust Amazon as a company. No, they're going to take over the they're world. They're going to take over the world. I'm really scared of Amazon. Could be worse. It could be worse, but it could be better. I don't know why. That's so. capitalism. <laughs> That's show business, baby. <laughs> yeah. All right. All I feel right. like 
Yeah, I, I'd abstain. I mean, um, I have I have a vote on here, but I with that information that uh, our friend brought up to us earlier, yeah. I would actually have to read it more because yeah. I what our context our friend um, told us that he, when he was looking into the proposition, he discovered that the language was very confusing, and a vote yes did not mean what he thought it meant before he was actually reading, and that a vote no might also go backwards to what uh, the the poultry and the pigs have now yeah which is not what i understood from the first yeah, take. obviously propositions are confusing <laughs> yeah they they're in some cases designed to confuse people which uh yeah exactly because in, into into making into the, making them the morally the, correct choice yeah which exactly. is honestly quite sad it's really sad but the fact that um lawmakers use legal language to confuse, confuse people to confuse the population and get them to vote in favor of what they want it's yeah, that happens a lot it's it's sad yeah but that covers all the props all the props we don't have a lot of time we do not we have five minutes till the period ends we've been going for a really long time we actually have but so, i've enjoyed myself i've enjoyed this as well and i feel like maybe i'll change the topic from just midterms to politics in general because yeah we talked about. I feel like we talked. We talked more about, about midterms for about five minutes. I feel like we talked more about the political landscape today than we did talk about uh, the midterms. Yeah. So, and maybe in the future, which is, I think, honestly, more beneficial. Mm, um, definitely. Yeah. In the future, we can have more episodes about this Be because that sets up that sets up new episodes where yeah. you could go, you could dive more deeply into specific subjects. Exactly. Who, which we might have strong differing differing well, opinions about yeah exactly and then obviously we want other people to come on these kinds of episodes um some people that we talked to weren't super comfortable with making their political beliefs like known to the entire school which is totally okay yeah like no, that is like, totally okay um the only reason i'm comfortable with this is because like i want to do this type of thing when i'm when i join the workforce like i want to work in government and so. I'm, I'm comfortable doing this because i want people to know that not everybody that's conservative leaning is a nightmare or or evil yeah. or morally incorrect yeah exactly it's, we're there's it's, there's a lot there, of weird connotations there are a lot of things that could go into that yeah. and i think that'll have to be saved for a different episode that could be saved for a different episode but that's the end of today's episode um Unless you have anything else to say, but I feel like we've talked about we've it talked enough. About a lot. I mean, obviously we could say a lot more, but we've talked about enough for today. So, um, that's it for today. That's the end of episode two. Join us next week. We're going to be talking about music. Uh, I'll have some guests on. We're going to be talking about our favorite songs and why we like them. So, Brendan, you want to say bye? Goodbye. All right. Goodbye. That's it. I forgot to mention this uh, while we were recording, but I'll mention it right now. Uh, don't forget to vote. The election's on Tuesday. So that's, what is that, November 6th? November 6th. Yeah, yes. November 6th. Don't forget to vote if you if can you vote. If you can. Yeah, I mean, not a lot of students at the school can vote. But no. if you can, you should. But if for some uh, reason you're an adult watching this and you don't plan on well, voting. Well, I mean, my parents watch this. They want to see what I'm doing. My parents are going to watch this too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if you can vote, go vote. It's your civic duty. Um, it's like one of the most important things you can do right now. Be a so, citizen of California. Be a citizen, a, be a a citizen, citizen of the United States. States. Yeah. Jinx. Gotcha. So go vote on Tuesday. Thanks for watching. I'll see you guys next week for music.